welcome to or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. Uh, thank you for joining us here on our year in spectacular. I'm gonna stop using spectacular. I swear. I don't know why. I'm, everything's a spectacular with me. But it's our year in rager. You're our year in uh, no. insert uh, interesting noun here. So our year in show. We're gonna we're gonna uh, give you some extra stuff. We're gonna talk about, of course, the past week in wrestling, rampage. Dynamite from last night, the final Dynamite on TNT, and a kind of interesting, you know, I thought it was, we'll talk about the show, but I thought it was very interesting, it was nice for them to go back to Jacksonville, apparently that's going to be now the, the yearly thing, like New Year's Eve is at Jacksonville, or the last last that's last, cool. last Dynamite of the year, whatever, so oh, we're going to get yeah. all into it, so thank you for watching, thank you for listening, uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, please give us a like down below, subscribe if you want to hear more, drop a comment if you want to join the conversation, if you're listening to us, you can get in touch and join the conversation with us on Twitter, at Total Spot Fest. Jamie, how's your break been? Busy, as much uh, <laughs> non-work as I've been doing, I've been doing some work as well, unfortunately, kind of annoying, but hey, you know, whatevs. I actually logged into our messaging thing today. I was actually at a car dealership. I had to take my car in for oil change and maintenance, scheduled maintenance and stuff. And while I was there, you know, you can only have Rachel Ray pounding in your ear for so long before you have to like, so I checked all my email, all my stuff. And I'm like, well, I'll check my work messages just for shits and giggles. And I'm glad I did. And I'm glad I didn't respond to a single one. <laughs> so mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, for, mm -hmm. for those of you out there, if you are, if you do have the end of the year off, thank you for giving us a little bit of your time. We do appreciate it. Uh, but let's just get right to it. So we have, first of all, a little, little, little messaging note. If you have not already go back, we released this past Tuesday, an awesome interview with one of our favorites mm -hmm. out there. Uh, the warrior wasteland, Heidi Howitzer, uh, I do want to apologize to Heidi. I misspelled her name, and I thought I cleaned it up everywhere that I misspelled it, and that's correct, except for the graphic I used to, like, make the video. And it was You Darian <laughs> Bankston, Bankston her. I Bankston her for sure. So, Heidi, my apologies, but please go watch it. Awesome interview. If you have not, if you're not familiar or have not seen Heidi, it's well worth a watch. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it. it was so much fun. It enjoyed was of, it. it was yeah it was a lot of fun we'll have more interviews coming in 2022 lots of stuff coming we'll talk about that later let's talk about the past week jamie do you have numbers ready yeah. and present i do i do i really do i give it to you um, a <laughs> I, I just i've caved on it you know i know i, I, know. I, I, I don't I know. take the dad jokes i still fight those but i'll give you your little you know pitch perfect references you're in yeah yeah pitch perfect way to go all right so monday night raw went down that's right ladies and gentlemen the former flagship just got a little bit lower didn't they hit like all time um, lows was... last week yeah so um <laughs> it was at 1.574 and it was it went down to 1.553 so oh, man they're, people they're flirting with that 1.5 mendoza line they really are yeah they really are um, but then on the rebound, NXT was up. Uh, I think one AJ Styles had a lot to do with that. AJ, well, you would hope. Here's the, I, I mean, I've, I've seen some highlights, I've seen things. This is a go home show for New Year's Evil, which is uh, 
next week's show, I think, is what they're doing. Uh, but anyway, New Year's Eve, they did it, they did it last year. Um, but it's going to be like on the regular time, but it's one of those, not a pay-per-view, but a special show during you know their time slot. And AJ Styles is in there. They have, you know, Walter's got a big comeback coming. They have uh, Riddle mm-hmm. is the... Is with MSK. I mean, they're doing very WWE mm. things, you know. It's like, oh, yes, he's doing bad. Yes, Let's sir. put in the other names to make it go better, right? Yeah. Well, uh, it worked. So, what was? Yeah. What, 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 where was it at, though? You didn't say the number. Oh, sorry. It was up from five sixty-one to five ninety-one. Oh. So thirty thousand people. So basically, okay. the people that did not watch Raw watched it. <laughs> They're off by. So there you go. Then somebody returned back to the promised land. And this is on Christmas week. Um, and it was it was a good show. Like we talked about. It was it was a pretty solid show. The um, holiday bash. They, Dynamite went from nine forty eight to one point zero to zero million. Back hit a mill. Hit and a you, mill, hit and, a mill. And have you seen that they already have a t-shirt out for the, the faces of Sting face paint? You know, the three of them? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, sure do. Make a shirt for everything. Sure do. Impact was up Good. as well. Which um, barely. Well. They gained me. They gained me. Oh, you watched it? Was, I it was watched the, Impact. We, now that you can, because you have access TV... I do, I do, I really do. Yeah, they went from seventy-one to seventy-nine thousand, so they grew eight thousand. Which is interesting because it's, uh, you know, day before Christmas Eve, and it was a best of show. <laughs> mm-hmm. But hey, up is up, right? It's like like when you leave the casino, up is up. So okay, hey, you're winning, right? Then SmackDown on Christmas Eve did take a dip. Not surprised here Not at all. Surprising at all. But there is one that is surprising, and we're gonna get to that in just a sec. Um, but SmackDown was down from two point three zero three to one point nine seven two. So a healthy amount, but I mean it's Christmas Eve for crying Christmas out loud. Eve. I mean that's the worst time because you're right in the middle of the holidays thing. Pretty much until like midday yeah. Christmas Day, you know, anything is just yeah, doomed. So yeah, then the Christmas Day extravaganza that was Rampage, that we did see a new champion crowned, was up. That's the thing that got that's, me. It that's was pricey. up. Now they they stacked the card and they made you know advertised it in a way that cool right better time slot Saturday eight cool. That doesn't surprise me. We'll talk about Rampage in just a second here, but. Let's just yeah. We'll they went the number from five seventy one. Yeah, they went from five seventy one to five eighty nine, which is two grand less than NXT say, pulled it's... with AJ Styles on a Tuesday night and not on Christmas Day. I mean, just saying, it's very interesting. I mean, I think I think the moral of the story in all this is aside from Impact's bad TV deal, which I mean. Anthem owns them. They own Access TV. That's why they're on there. 
it's not going to change. Yeah. But besides that, you know, you know, Dynamite over a million, fantastic, right? You know, it's, they've been trending that way. But the fact that NXT is floundering so much, and now they're they're digging, in, they're doing the WWE thing of you know, like WWE pulls out Goldberg or pulls out the Undertaker, or, you know, pulls out John Cena when they need to, you know, sort of thing. Now they're NXT is now doing that. I mean. I can't remember who it was. If it was Karrion Cross or Keith Lee, one of the recently released ones in some interview this week said that, you know, they've seen, they've watched some NXT 2.0 and they see it now as just another WWE brand. Whereas before it was different. It was special, right? Yeah, it was his own thing. That's why people liked it, like us. And I think that's, I think proof's in the pudding. Here's your proof right here. So, but not that it matters. It's not going to change shit, but. Whatever. Nope. Nope. Bruce Preacher knows all. <laughs> Bruce Preacher was not just not just Bruce. Don't you know? Hey, so don't 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 blame it all on him. There's lots of blame to go around for NXT 2.0 being as shit I mean, as it has become. I think, I think Vince is selling his house just so he can sink more money into it. You know, his 32 <laughs> million dollar mansion. Probably. Good God. You know, but Rampage was Rampage was cool. Did you watch Rampage? I don't know what your Christmas schedule entailed, but mine's usually done by like midday um, on I, Christmas. I got home, we chilled out. I played a little. I finished Ghost of Tsushima that night, and then I turned on Rampage just in time, literally just in time to watch just the Sammy Guevara so, Code Lander match. Yeah. The, the, the Rampage as a whole is pretty solid. You know, Rampages have been pretty solid. They they fit a lot into the one hour. They make very good use of the one hour segment. I will say that. They do. Regardless, Rampage usually does that. Uh, Jungle Boy, Isaiah Casty, fun match, good match to open up. You had Hook in match two, looked even better against Bear Bronson. He did the whole Taz family no selling of pile drivers. I know, I know. Twitter and, was a buzz about it. First of all, every a lot of people are buzz. The the room was a buzz when he was coming out. He is he is He's over. He is so he has surplanted sorry Fuego, but he has gone light years beyond Fuego's the most over man in wrestling. By yeah. far. And I mean, what's what's hilarious if you guys haven't go on Twitter and start looking looking for hooks and tags and things like that. And I'm not trying to make this a gender thing or anything of that nature, but there are some women out there that are like hardcore hook simp's and men. But oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's, he's a very pretty young dude. I'll give that to him. You know, he yeah. is. But my God, this kid has got a future, and he looks great. And he's he's suplexing Bear Bronson without struggling. He's got it. He's got it. He does. I was kind of into it. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's kind of niche. And then I saw him go up against Bear and be the exact same match as he was against Fuego, and better and more and more move sets. No sell the pile driver just like his dad did. The the red rum does it fantastically. Just like I mean, that's how you yeah. that's how you do a second gen. It really is. It it looked good. It looked so you really had good. you had that you had a developing women's storyline. How about that? Layla Hirsch and Chris Statlander they teamed up for a bunch of dark matches and now they're going one on one and it got pretty testy. It was actually very, and the crowd was into it too, which I love to see, you know, because we've been long clamoring more than one women's match, right? Well, 
they may not be giving you multiple women's matches in each show, but they're giving you plenty of storylines to follow. You got, you know, Sheeta and Deeb is still going on. <clears throat> Thunder Rosa, you got, you know, uh, um, Britain, several different angles. You know, Ruby's inside the TBS picture. But now you've got Statlander and Layla Hirsch with a thing going on. And they, they you know, Layla very heel after she lost, you know, she very did a very heel, you know, like shoulder turn and left her in the high and dry kind of thing. So, yeah. cool. And then the main event was Sammy Guevara, like you said, versus Codelander. I'm going to start saying it. You got it. Mark Stradamus has come through. I'll give you your stamp. There you I'm go. I'm not the only one who's said Codelander now. Like, and I've seen not. it on multiple things. When Tranquilo Club starts saying Codelander, I'm like, okay, it's over. It's there. <laughs> it is upon us. And the fun it fun is. fact, Bird Girl did not know where it came from. I'm like, it's Cody and Homelander. She's like, well, what's Homelander? I'm like, oh my god, you've never seen the boys? Like, you know, right it's like, you guys <laughs> see the boys. Watch the boys. It's fantastic. So anyway, this was a stellar match, and the crowd was yeah. very much against Cody. But once again, it it, it it didn't feel it like like I know that at times you want to go like 100% everybody fucking hates Cody but it wasn't that way it was very all a John Cena during the match during the match because you actually had the let's go Cody Cody sucks just like let's go Cena Cena sucks chance all or mm-hmm. and it felt great he, he was doing the heel things in a very face way you know and at the end of the day, it was a great match in general. Just great match between the two of them. And at the end, 6.30, met by the knees. Cody brought the knees up and then immediately went into Crossroads, which I do want to give a shout out to Sammy for doing the Crossroads on Cody earlier in the match. I know you like that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always love it when people steal other people's finishers. It's the best. But uh, two, two Crossroads and then sets them up for... Maybe a pedigree. Nope. Tiger Driver 98. One, two, three, pinfall. The crowd is shook. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> but this makes so much sense. And if you watch the vlogs, Sammy's vlog ended with Cody doing a very Homelander-esque kind of send-off thing. Thanking Sammy for giving him the his title back and this whole thing. And Oh my god. Uh, so talking, about, talking about how these kids will be here. and you know These, it, these vlogs are great because it gives you an insight to those guys you see at the you know, in 10, 15 years of conventions, you wonder, you know, what did I know them from? You'd be able to look back and have a good, you know, good dialogue history of the funny shit they used to do on, on the internet. You know, not the, not the wrestling work, but the stuff. I mean, he's just like, he's he's in. He's in it. So. Yeah. Which he has a new shirt that even says heel, fa- uh, baby face, and then winner. And that's checked. It's like, <sighs> Thank you. Code, Code Landers upon, upon us. So, anyway, that was that was Rampage. Uh, before we get into talk about Dynamite, the New Year's Smash, as opposed to the Holiday Bash, stop it. Just stop it with all these extra things. It's like too many extras. Mm-hmm. It's just like, come on, it's just a fucking, whatever. Rant over. Um, there are some news and goings on around there. Uh, one story happened yesterday, which took us both by surprise. Uh, Jamie, do you want to talk about that one? You mean one Miss Tony Storm? That would be the story. 
So if you have not been living under a rock, you already know what we're getting ready to say. But if you happen to not look on the Twitters, one, good for you because it's a toxic environment. But um, Miss Tony Storm has been released from WWE. But the fun fact about this is she actually asked for her release and was granted her release, which is the shocker of them all. Because as we all know, WWE was never a big fan of giving people a release when they asked oh, for it. So it, it took Charlotte. Like going in there and threatening her, like boycotting, you know, live performances for Vince to grant mm-hmm. Andrade his release. Uh, so, hey, mm-hmm. Nick Khan's maybe in, in, running a new ship. Who knows? But I'm not gonna lie. Part of me, literally, like a few, like a week ago, was thinking about, do I ever have to Tony Storm? She was released, wasn't she? And I googled her and looked at, looked it up, and it's like, oh no, she's still on there. She's actually feuding with Charlotte. Like she's in the middle of a feud with the SmackDown Women's Champion. And even at that, she's like, fuck this. I can do better. <laughs> yeah. She's not going to win. She's not going to beat Charlotte no. anytime. So, I mean. No, that's the point. That's probably what she's like. Why am I even doing this? They're never going to take the belt off of her. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that's the big point? Or do you think maybe she has plans? Like, because she's engaged to, um, 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 what's his face? Um, um, from uh, The guy from Vinji. Juice. Um, yeah. Juice Robinson, thank you. Yeah, Juice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fender Juice is Juice. I had to think about it for a second. He's, he's engaged to Juice Robinson, and he's got apparently a bidding war up for him. Impact's in play. New Japan's in play. I don't know if AEW's in play or not, but I mean, do you think maybe that has something to do with it? You know, that maybe she wants to kind of go where he goes. No, I, I, I really don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I bet it'll come out before too long i bet she's just over the toxic environment that is wwe at this point um and how all these great wrestlers don't get any any kind of tv time because they don't like they don't like developing new people so they say they do but as soon as they send them up they don't use them whatsoever they just go with the same song and hat dance of mr move the needle and you know bring him back brock lesnar you know (laughs) like jesus like come on man like they don't give anybody a shot no, when's the last guy you've seen actually from NXT get, make it and stay? Uh, Drew McIntyre's only one, but he was only there for like ten minutes. I'm only talking about any any NXT. I mean, uh, I mean, you can go back and you could say Kevin Owens, you could say like you know Seth Rollins, you could say you know they they had a run. So, but post AEW, can't think of any. Oh, maybe, even maybe. before AEW, like after Seth Rollins, after after the Shield like, went so up, I, t- can you I name take, somebody who I take it as kind of like in phases, you know, um, you know, Lexa Bliss, or do you put her in the same category as like she Seth was Rollins before class? them? Okay, she was before the Shield. Yeah, she was actually she was after the Shield, but still. Um, I mean, I can't because it really like like that category or that class of them, kind of the okay pre TV days. Let's put it that way. So back when they were, you know, because it felt it felt like there's generations of NXT, right? You had the original Nexus, then you had the Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You know, that's when they had the the four horse women down there and all that. Then you had like. The birth of you know Drew Drew McIntyre, Andrade, and you know Malachi Black, or you know um, 
I can't remember what he used to be called as, but Johnny Gargano and Tom, Tommaso Ciampa and, you know, then that led into Adam Cole and Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, which led into now, right? So I can't really think of anybody like up from those last two iter- two or three iterations that has stuck. Ricochet's still there, technically. Yeah, um, but has he done anything? Apollo Cruz, Paul Cruz, he's the only one. <laughs> but he was buried for the longest of time. He also was Intercontinental Champion for like eight months. I know it was a terrible gimmick that was culturally insensitive, and I think I think it's still probably going on too. Um, who knows? Oh, that was so bad. But I don't know. It's it's very interesting. So I'll be interested to see where she where she turns up. Maybe she needs to step away from wrestling for a little bit, you know. But she here's a woman that won the May Young tournament in a fantastic final at a women's pay-per-view against Io Shirai, right? Goes to the UK and just kills it. Wins the title twice over there. Known for her athleticism, kind of her unique style, right? Comes over to NXT US. Okay, whatever. She's there for half a second and, and boom, main roster. And it's like, all right, now we're going to show off your ass. And you're going to job to Charlotte occasionally. Who cares? Yep. So good for Terrible. good for her. Good for WWE for actually giving their release. You know, it feels like as much shit as we talk, Nick Khan is much more business oriented about these things. It's like, why should I keep them around if they're not going to do anything? So good. Yeah. That, that benefits. I appreciate all. it. Um, the only other little note I want to talk about here is oh. FYI, look, look, look in the near future, you'll be seeing a former WWE star making his return in wrestling a la uh, AEW Dark. Jake Atlas, uh, apparently, uh, oh. on this past taping, was in Orlando for some Dark and Dark Elevation matches. Not, not necessarily saying that he signed or anything, but Tony no. Khan did come out at one point from what the report said and shook his hand in front of the crowd there. That's usually a good sign. And Jake Atlas was the one who had was going to retire from wrestling, right? You know, because mental yeah. health and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. Uh, last note here before we get to talk about Dynamite, GCW. You know, uh, I said I'm becoming I'm becoming I'm becoming a fanboy. Deal with it. GCW is making its Atlanta debut in March. So Ooh. yeah, they got. I mean, 2022 is going to be a fantastic year at GCW. They're launching the, you know, uh, Cali fights or California fights, whatever, um, West Coast fights, uh, the offshoot over in California. Yeah, whatever it's called, yeah. They're doing California shows. They got uh, Hammerstein Ballroom sold out end of January, a bunch of other shows too, but they're going to be in Atlanta March 2022, March 12th, so... GCW's on the rise, man. Look out for them. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about last night before we get into, you know, the year that was, 2021. Let's talk about Dynamite. Let's talk about Dynamite New Year's Smash. Yeah, New Year's Smash. It ended with a smash for sure. That match was great. The first match was pretty good. Um, then there were some other matches. Yep. There was Good one match that just felt kind of discombobulated, well, but then it ended strong. Run through the card first, then we'll talk about bits. Okay. So they open it up with Jurassic Express, said it correctly this time, um, with Christian <laughs> Cage and the Lucha Brothers versus FTR, Private Party, and one Matt Hardy. Um, also, hashtag this, this is 
New Year's Smash but it should be called New Year's Heels. Just saying. Um, <laughs> all right. So that was the, the first match. We'll, we'll run through some of these. But uh, FTR Private Party and Matt Hardy get the dub there. Um, very, very odd there. I, I was not expecting that. Um, then after that, you had match two of 2.0 and Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz. Um, again, and a bit of a shocker, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia get the win. So, but there is some extra stuff I want to talk about after this when we get done with this. Um, the third match was just Wardlow just beating the shit out of local competitor number 32. Um, so <laughs> Colin Delaney. I, I wrote down his name. Colin Delaney. Give him the... Hey, you are on TV, yeah. Colin Delaney. <laughs> then we had the TBS Women's Championship Tournament Semifinals, and I'm going to give a big ginormous shout out to one JJ for calling this one out correctly. He got this right, and Jade Cargill advances with some shenanigans that I definitely want to talk about. The shenanigans that happened. Putting a pin there, but yes, please give it up to me. I get a Mark Stradamus too. Bam! There we go. Yep. And then they end. They end with Adam Cole and the reformation of Red Dragon coming out to Red Dragon theme music, by the way. With a Red Dragon graphic. (laughs) With a Red Dragon graphic. It was all Red Dragoned out. Um, Against the best friends in Orange Cassidy. And again, Red Dragon and Adam Cole win. So if you're paying attention, all heels won. Bad guys won. Bad guys won throughout the whole thing. Before we get into talking about the individual ones, I just want to make one little note here. How poetic is it that the final SmackDown, SmackDown, final Dynamite on TNT, final match is with the Undisputed Era, who Dynamite and NXT, it was, that was the few, very ironic, I just found the whole thing, you know, and yeah, I'm sure we're going to run into those moments here over the next several months quite a bit, but anyway. Yeah. Where do you want to start? I want to start at the women's match. I'll start at the women's match because not only me being right, um, interesting thing. So, match first. First of all, Thunder Rosa comes out with X23 Garb. <laughs> I loved it. The, the other thing that got me about it, too, her hair was completely straight and nothing was up. That was the other piece about like her hair was just completely straight and like yeah. she had a flattened like you know, flat ironed. And I just noticed that instantly because usually she has it in her wavy natural curly look or it has like the little piggy tail the thingies fl- that she rocks. Things, yeah, the flower thingies. Yeah, or, or she has some kind or, of it yeah. tied. Yeah, no, it was just straight <laughs> and then she looked like X twenty three. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you know the match itself though. <clears throat> it was okay. Thunder Rosa. She had extra KT tape on, kinetic tape on. I don't know if she got mm-hmm. banged up at her last Mission Pro show or what, but she didn't look at herself in the match. She was not moving around very well. No, she had like, some I thought running the ropes. It was yeah. walking the ropes. She was walking the ropes. Yeah. So and so usually we give we give criticism to Jade Cargill when matches look kind of this, and there's still a little bit of that. Yeah. Sure, right? You know. But I just I don't. Know. Jade Thunder, actually looked phenomenal. Thunder just looked off, and she, and and she looked, and because of all the extra tape she was wearing on, it looked like she's obviously injured, right? Does everyone see this? She's yeah. obviously injured. That's what it felt like. So I don't know what's going on there. Hopefully, you know everything's okay. But it just 
because of that, the match itself was a little bit herky-jerky, I felt, unfortunately. The crowd was into it. The crowd really wanted to be into it even more, but... I mean, that, I could, I figured something was up because they slowed that thing way down from the jump. Like, they had yeah. Thunder Rosa working a leg, which homegirl doesn't do submissions. Like, this is the first time I've ever seen her do anything, let alone uh-huh. a figure four of all things. Right. But, yeah, like, that's not her game. And, like, you could tell. It, you, you're right. Like, there was something off about her. But I do want to spotlight Jade Cargill uh-huh. because she sold the shit out of the leg. She did a great and job. She's that, consistent with it, too. Didn't switch legs and bullshit, you know, which sometimes happens. Yeah, like, oh, shit, which leg is it again? Yeah. Right. No, um, but the one thing that I do want to call, she did a Samoan drop to Thunder Rosa and did a kip-up directly from the Samoan drop, basically right off of Thunder uh-huh. Rosa, and it looked stunning. Like, I've never seen anybody do anything like that before. And that just looked amazing. Like, it just, again, reaffirms that she is a freak of freaking nature. And wow. Like, there was a lot of good in this. But I feel like if we had 100% Rosa, it would have been a banger match. And right. it just was I, not. I think, I think I think Cargill's elevated her game. She's She is so much better than originally she was on there. She's got the experience yeah. now going on. Um, I feel like... Once again, you know, it's just unfortunate. Rosa's a little banged up. So hopefully, you know, hopefully everything works out. But the culmination came, like you said. So after a figure four by Thunder Rosa, Cargo gets out of it. And then uh, smart Mark Sterling gets a bottle of water and gives it to uh, um, uh, Jade over at at ringside. And that draws the ur of... The ref. I can't remember which Sorry. one it was. I, I, uh, Bryce Rinsberg. That draws the ire yeah, of Bryce. the ref. So I, I can't remember. I think it was Rinsberg. It doesn't matter. But the ref comes over. Yeah. And so 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 the, he's like chomping at Mark. And Mark gets on the apron. So you know shenanigans going to happen. And here comes somebody out in the crowd. In like an AEW hoodie with an AEW face mask. And AEW, you know, kind of whatever. Kind of, and smacks Rosa over the head with something. Which leads to... Jay doing her finisher, one, two, three, gets a victory, right? And then after I thought it was Jamie Hayter. I thought, I thought it, was, it was Jamie I Hayter. thought it was Britt Baker. I thought it was like well, white being around Britt's the bush. on her way to go see Chelsea Green getting married, so That's she a good point. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Congratulations, Chelsea and Matt, by the way. So, um, but they've got her pretty entrenched in this, Britt, that is, in her uh, few, in her upcoming match because they're, they're they're selling it big for the january 8th show the 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 first saturday night fight special show they're doing on tnt in uh charlotte uh, uh brit versus reho so they got her kind of entrenched oh, yeah. in that and it, def- and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't jamie Hayter or rebel or brit it was none other than mercedes martinez, mercedes martinez. who was officially all elite again um yep. <laughs> again she was she was one of the initial ones although i don't know if she was ever officially all elite before but she wasn't ever official then okay because yeah. she they they're working on something and of course nxt offered her gobs Here's of money, money. bye bye well gobs yeah. of money and, and a long-term plan of being a trainer after her wrestling and whatever Whatever, we're not going down that path again. But yeah, Mercedes Martinez, who appears to be 
a purchased hired gun via Mark Sterling in his entourage of uh, uh, badass women, maybe to protect Jade, is what it felt like, and is what they were insinuating the commentary team was. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't quite know, and I kind of hope that's the way, because I, I just, like bigger doesn't need another person, yeah. I like Smart Mark building up something, because then that makes that Ruby Soho, Jade Cargill, TBS match a lot more dynamic, and... Who's going to have Ruby's back? I think it's going to end up being um, Thunder. I think it's, it's going to be, be Rosa there. It's got to be Thunder. Yeah. So, so we'll you have, see. Do you have early predictions about the, the TBS title match next week? Oh, no. I've been Ruby Soho. The- I think I think Ruby for sure. I think that it'll come down that way. That Thunder will make the save in time on the, on the shenanigans. But... Mercedes Martinez, maybe I think that was because uh, Tony Khan was saying he's got one final surprise. You know, I think that was the final surprise. <laughs> so I was no hoping for in... some something more, but yeah, well, I know what you were looking for, but the the the, the, the magnitude of things you're looking for, uh, no, not 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 for a Jacksonville New Year's Eve show. Sorry. No, no, I agree. I agree. I think it's going to be at a much grander stage uh, revolution. I think that's when I hear a coin drop. Yeah. Well, we'll. I'm. I'm still. I'm still like you. I'm pessimistic about that coin drop coming too soon. First of all, we got to have Kenny Omega back before we get the coin drop. I'm just saying. I don't think he does. I don't think he I comes think over so. here. For I don't. I think, I don't think, I think he does. Who? Hangman or Adam Danielson? Cole. Adam Cole. I hear you, and I'm all for it. I don't think he is, though. I think in his I head, think he, it's he, Omega first, and then everybody else second. I think he's like, I've already done Omega. I want Adam Cole, I want uh, Hangman, and I want Brian Danielson. I want those three. And I'm like, I'm here for all three of them. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to think in, uh, like from his perspective, or what I think his perspective is. And I think that he thinks maybe Danielson up there, too. But I don't know if he, I don't yeah. know if he would put... You know, I don't, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But anyway, I think I, I think at Revolution uh, we'll, we'll get uh, Gargano is what I guess for sure. I don't and think so. I don't think so. You think he's going to go back to WWE? Yeah. He Trainer. turned him down. He's apparently mulling over. The report I read yesterday was he's mulling over uh, talks with AEW. Is the thing he did turn? He did officially turn down a pretty good contract with WWE right after his contract expired. That week after, they gave him another shot, and he turned him down again. But I don't know. I don't know. There's some people who think I he's going to show up in Cleveland at, in the end of January, and I'm like, he said he's going to take time off for his kid to be born. And that's in February. Yeah, March lines up perfectly. It's all I'm saying. We'll see. I would think it would be the next one. I think it would be Memorial Day. You think it'd be uh, hmm. double or okay. nothing? If if anything, double or nothing. Well, we'll have to see what happens. Um, other bits of other bits of the night. We're saving the main event for last. So yeah, because that main event was a bop. Um, so can we talk about the weird ass promo CM Punk did? Because I'm confused by it. Yeah, because he's like, <laughs> I'm done with MJF because MJF says he's done with me. But uh, you know, if he uh, he's gonna have to go through me because it basically about how he wants the title. He's more or less 
lined himself up for title, right? You know, he's like, I want, that's what yeah. I'm here for. I want this. First of all, he comes out and does all the face things. He gives a big pop to JR. Shout out to JR. JR was back. JR, lots of JR love. JR confirmed on Twitter before uh, the show as well that he's officially cancer free too. So, yeah. Double, him. double win there. Yeah. And then, but he and, just, it, it, and, and, then he, and then he pops Brody Lee and Jacksonville and itself and Daly's place. And, and, and then he goes in, yeah, it's weird, kind of. You yeah, because like, he was digging at, at MJF, and he's like, MJF's got to build up his W's and to get to the title picture. It'd just, it'd just be a shame if somebody would just interfere with that. You know, and he's kind of walked off. I'm like, okay, so you say you're done with him, but then you do that, like... We all know you guys aren't done. Like, right. what was the point of this promo? Like, I, mean, I didn't he, get the point of it. Because, you know, if you're going to sell it like, I'm done with you, I'm moving on. Cool. Leave it at that. Don't have him then turn around and dig and go, say, you know, you're you're a bigger waste of the cons money than Tim Tebow. You know, immediately after I did you say that. I did appreciate that. I loved it a lot. But that's the thing. You you do the dig right after you say you, you, you don't care anymore. And it's... These two things don't I know. match. It we all know that his they're on a promo. collision course, probably for Revolution. The winner's going to be in line for a shot at whoever champion is at the time. Hangman, Danielson, Omega. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think Wardlow is going to be the one to interfere to allow CM Punk to win. Well, I'm I'm increasingly believing or that. Or not. So, not. Well, Sorry, he's not going to interfere. He's, he's just going to walk he's, off. He's, he's going to do... He's got basically, but his actions are going to lead to MJF losing. He's yeah. planning more and more breadcrumbs for him as well. So, um, he oh, yeah. on a promo that MJF had earlier in the show, back there with Sean Spears and his Burberry uh, uh, covered, his Burberry plaid uh, folding chair, which Air. is fantastic. Yeah, um, so good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Wardlow, he was talking about Wardlow, you know, moving up in the rankings and everything. He said, you go out there and you go get that TNT title. And then, you, of course, you'll give it give it to me right, right away. And he goes, excuse me? Yeah, and just... bring in... <laughs> so I think it's all he said, too, just excuse me. <laughs> yeah. They bring in smart Mark Sterling, who's an actual lawyer in real life, and uh, he reads the contract that's, you know, for his employment as MJF's whatever, you know, his gimp or you know, bodyguard or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that he forfeits all this blah 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 for you know you know, merchandising rights, the whole night, you know, title shots forfeited to MJF. So just putting those breadcrumbs out there. They just keep, you know, they're doing this house on Gretel thing and they're going to get to the, I think what you're, you're right. The match against punk is going to be the gingerbread house and it's just going to, Oh, it's going to be so good. Cause yeah, even I'm even looking forward to that path. Even with his squash matches, Wardlow is highly entertaining coming out there. Cause he, just, and he is over. I mean, he does like when, when Braun on the version one before he got like, buried post Roman Reigns, you know. Um he yeah. did that. He would just just do ins- he just just power bombs the living shit and every each one that passes the crowd gets more amped for it. And I love it. Yeah. Like they kept going one more time over time. He ended up doing what, I think five. He did five power bombs and he one did, of them was like did, right in a row. It was like boom. He and he just wrapped it up and got right another one everybody's like yeah. He did one to begin with, and he did like four in a row with the stand on it, and urge to get the victory. So, come on, baby, yeah, (laughs) baby. 
Um, you know, there was a bunch. So, of, there, was, like, there, there was a bunch of throwaway stuff too. I want to say, uh, not throwaway. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say throwaway. I mean, like things. the the. Yeah, the 2.0 Daniel Garcia thing, Chris Jericho's back, woo, he makes the save after, which is a shitty thing, after um, Garcia. Ortiz got smacked, uh, uh, Garcia, Garcia smacked Ortiz in the face, yeah, uh, with, with the bell. But he could have got there before, but oh no, he waited until after he got smacked in the face, um, which, whatever that is, and then that pissed off uh, um, Kingston. Kingston, yeah, because Kingston's just like, I don't need your help. I don't need your help because he's just getting all stupid. So it sets up something for them. I don't know. Just he's being the Mad King. It was dumb. I'm sorry. It was just dumb. I mean, I like the Mad King, but I don't get this at all. You know, for one, nah. you know Santana and are your boys. If they're your boys, you know that they're inner circle. It's Jericho. What the fuck? This is not, this is not, this is not a, this is, it's not an equation that needs to be solved here, Eddie. You know, I get that they're doing the one note thing with you until... Mox comes back. I understand this. I mm-hmm. get it. I just don't need it. I'm like, whatever, whatever. But the, it's it's yeah. something to do. Maybe you had that. Yeah. You had, I mean, Lucha Bros. They, you know, the dressing as best challenged them after the match as well, because you know it, there was uh, the end of the opening match. You know, uh, it was a, it was a fun match. Ten man tag, lots of spots, right? Yeah. And, at lots the end of, of it, Phoenix still not 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 human. FYI. And at the <laughs> at the end of it, Dante Martin in a match is what I want to see. Oh, there's the six foot hard on right there. Holy shit! Twenty twenty two bucket list, ladies and gentlemen. Dante let's, Martin versus Ray let's Phoenix. Fucking go! Um, so at the end of it, it comes to Penta's going to do his uh, package pile driver on Dax Hardwick at the victory. Christian Cage takes himself in. There's there's a lot of infighting the whole time because Jurassic Express is the number of contenders and blah, blah, blah. Leads to them losing the match. And afterwards, they kind of... So they're, they're going to be challenging uh, for the tag titles next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, cool, yeah. On right? the first one of TBS, yeah. Cool. So, uh, but... We can't get through this without me talking about the promo of the night. Before you get to that, let me just kind of just gloss over the rest. Okay. Uh, she okay. did. She did. Indeed, still, 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 still feuding. Thank God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Um, I do want it, but I'm just like I need it today. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's a lot. I don't say throwaway, but it's like little stuff that's like okay, whatever. You know. Yeah. Like good, but we don't need it. Um, you had Brian Pillman Jr. come out there and cut a pretty good promo in the ring against Malachi yeah, Black. Um, you know, pretty pretty good promo. Ends with Blackout. Malachi Black takes his mask off, points at the ring where Pillman is, and then another Blackout. And I thought we were going to see Julia Hart show up behind him. So did I. I think yeah, we're going to have that Wednesday. They're, they're fighting. He accepted the match is what the point was. So good for that. Yeah. Um, all right, go into your promo of the night because I know it was my promo of the night too. It was great. It was so good. So good. It was Dan Lambert, my favorite heel manager of all time at this point because, I mean, oh, you know what you're going to get with him. And he fire. always brings the heat. And he was ripping Arn Anderson. You know, said he used to be a horseman. Now he's a whore. <laughs> he, then, then he was talking about Brandy. He says only, you know, Brandy's I knew were strippers. Or like, then he was like, or used to be strippers. You know, like, it was great. And then he went right after Cody's Transformer tattoo. <laughs> oh, it. my God. He was yeah, on then, fire. 
he was, and then Brandy comes out to a sea of booze. Oh, like, my oh my god! Like but, people were booing she Dick Lambert, but as soon as she came out, it's like oh, <laughs> extra heat. Like well, it was always extra heat for her. In this whole thing, you know, because they're set up. Spoiler alert: it's Cody and uh, uh, Ethan Page this Friday for the for TNT title. Um, I mean, who's going to be over for the crowd? Dan Lambert and crew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Who's going to get booed harder? Uh, but no, like, it felt like Brandy got X-Pac heat. Like, nobody wanted to see Jeez. her whatsoever. She she really does. And whether I think it's deserved or not, I mean, she's wrestled, what, three matches since she left WWE. And she didn't do shit in WWE either. She was basically she's a, a ring announcer. Yeah, she was a valet yeah. in, in – and you know, in in Ring of Honor and uh, New Japan for Cody, I get it. Okay, I get it. I get the heat. I don't think it's necessarily you know it's whatever, but whatever. But she was throwing fire too. She came back pretty goddamn hard at. Uh, yeah, she Lambert. called him a less talented version of Paul Heyman. <laughs> he says he prefers Jim Cornette, which got everybody. Oh, oh. that was fantastic. It was it was pretty good. Um, you know, the last time uh, he got beat up by a woman, he had to pay for it. You know, like, it was uh, so good. And then he's like, well, I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu and all this. And she's like, well, I'm a black bitch. And it's like, let's go. Like, and then they start getting ready belt, to go. But I'm a black bitch. Let's go. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit. Like, she, yeah. she, for, for what's worse, she can, she can spit fire on the mic, too. She can. Yeah. The Dustin Rogue comes out and like trying to separate him and then Ethan Page just straight cold cocks uh Dustin Rhodes right in the face and then they they, they walk out. That so was, there you go. Was... That was the setup. But it was a great promo. If you have not watched Dynamite, do yourself a favor, just just watch that and the last match and mm-hmm. you'll be happy. So you got you got Codelander versus Ethan Page on Friday. You've also got uh, Darby Allen versus Anthony Bowens. Good for Anthony getting a little more exposure. Uh, Clayton yeah. as well. They've been they're definitely off of the shit list. Thank you know, but so there's good good stuff there. Well deserved. Uh, and then you got the match that I'm very entertaining, highly entertained to see uh, Penelope and the Bunny, Penelope Ford and the Bunny uh, versus Ty J in a street fight. Yeah, let's see. Let's see I'm, what we got. Here, I want to see that. Yeah, I do want to see that as well. <clears throat> so, do we just want to get right into the the? That's champion, all we got left. The, let's let's main go event? in the main event. That's all we got left. Oh my god! It had everything you wanted and then some. Like it had all the spots. It had the undisputed era, just old school goodness. That was the entrance that. was fantastic. At least it started with Red Dragon, then Adam Cole. They had the same poses for the Boom and the Baby. And before earlier in the night, there was a promo where, and there's we we mentioned this last week, and it's if if you haven't been following along with you know being the leader and other stuff too, you know it's like this is this is like this kind of like CM Punk's debut. This is going to be the worst kept second worst kept secret in AW history: the fallout of the Bucks and Adam Cole, right? <laughs> but yeah. so they did a promo earlier where Adam Cole's 
trying to sell everybody on how great this is. The five of us. And so, you know, all this stuff here. And the Bucks are all like, whoa, 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 what? What? You know, we have, hi, hi, nice to meet you, Kyle. We haven't even heard you talk since you showed up, you know? And he goes, hi, Matt. Hi, Nick. I know it's been a while because they have, you know, they knew each other from, you know, back in the day, right? And yeah. he goes, I need to talk to Adam. Uh, you know, I prefer to talk to him. You know, I need to talk to him alone. So he shoes everybody off, right? And they... They connect the dots of the fallout that the Undisputed Era had in NXT without explicitly saying it. He even says, I know there might be some heat between us or some things we need to work out, whatever. I just need to know that. I know if I turn around and I know if I turn around, Bobby's got my back. I want to know if I turn around the other shoulder, you got my back as well. I just don't know. So they're, they're setting up all these things, but the big you know like i said they actually kind of addressed to it which plays into the match is why i wanted to mention that so okay yeah they played right into the match i mean there's a lot of good you know in and out of this thing it just whew, like i can't even like there is just spots everywhere spot 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 uh, spot spot and they looked crisp and they looked beautiful the tag team maneuvers by yep. both teams were stunning yep. it was Kyle's a little rusty, to be honest. Of of, of the six, Kyle's probably the little little rustiest. He's he's just got back into like regular wrestling, you know. He's had a little time off. Yeah, but wrestling professionals. Fantastic. Yeah, Trent looked fantastic. Orange was on fire. Oh my god, yeah. Cassidy was just prime Orange Cassidy. He looks great. Like oh, he he so yeah. There was just lots. So towards the end of the match, there was a spot where uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Orange Cassidy were in in the ring. Um, and, uh, Adam Page was on the outside and he's just kind of like hunched over cause he's Adam Cole. Sorry. Just getting a- shit Adam kicked Page out of him. Adam Cole not present tonight. Sorry. Sorry. Adam Cole. Sorry. Adam Cole. <laughs> too many Adams. Um, too many pages and too many, you know, but anyway, so Adam Cole's out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Adam Cole's out there and on the Kyle apron, O'Reilly man. goes to, yeah. on the apron, goes to kick Orange Cassie. Orange Cassie gets out of the way and Kyle O'Reilly kicks Adam Cole in the face. So Knocks him that off the apron. Up right. And that's the last we see of him during the match. He falls off in the yeah, middle. He's done. Well, then the Bucks come out because the referee was distracted by uh, Brian, uh, Brandon Cutler. Um, you know, the, the, the worst young boy Dude, of all time. One. Oh, my God. Yeah. They, uh, so those two go in there. They super kick uh, both uh, the best friends, um, and then they get everybody out. Um, Cole Cole's out, obviously. So it's the Red Dragon do a finisher one two three. They get the dub, and then afterwards there was a little infighting between the two. Well, so. Afterwards, immediately, so they come out, they help get the victory, and then in the ring they raise the hand. You know, Cole and O'Reilly are hands raised, and but the Bucks and Cutler have immediately gone to Cole. And you can see Matt's keeps telling him that it was Kyle O'Reilly kicked you. It's Kyle. He did that. He kicked you. He's why your face hurts. It's him. He keeps that seed which they planted and have grown and they addressed earlier in the night. They're they're watering it now. So yeah, I think I'm gonna say Revolution. You have Bucks versus Red Dragon for the Adam Cole on a pole. St- uh, match <laughs> <laughs> the rights to Adam Cole. <laughs> Who wins Adam <laughs> Cole's heart? <laughs> right, right. Special guest referee yeah. Britt Baker. No, um, yeah. 
I think yeah. that'll, I think oh, that that sounds that to me sounds like a revolution match. It should be. I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't think you can't draw it out longer than that. Because no, you definitely can't. I without, think that's a perfect length. Right, and and I don't know how long. No, Kenny had Kenny had shoulder issues, so those can be tricky. You know. Um, yeah. Look at look at Ruby Soho. Hey, Ruby. She had uh, you know she's gone out for almost a whole year. Had like you know multiple sh- surgeries done. Uh, Ty uh, or, or uh, Anna J. Anna J. She had had her surgery redone and it caused her to be out almost a year, like nine months as well. So uh, yeah, I think the the goal would be that he gets back by mid year though. So then you'd have him to go with the Bucks, and then you could have undisputed versus you know the Elite. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, fig- we'll find out. We'll find out real soon. Mm-hmm. I think I think within the next two weeks we see something where it sets it up because in two weeks it'll be halfway through January at that point. So they're already setting up for the end of the end of February, mid March. Mm-hmm, yeah, and they got and plus with the new way it's going to work. So next week's on TBS, such DVRs. Uh, if you haven't already, but next week is going to be Dynamite on TBS. Rampage is still on TNT, and they're going to start on January eighth. Is the first of these Saturday specials, right? Kind of like the old school when we were kids, you know, Saturday main event sort of bits, and you know, yeah. Saturday. So they're doing these Saturday specials. It's odd that the first one lines up immediately with Hard to Kill for Impact because there is that working relationship, but eh, it is what it is. Um, it's it's actually before. Uh, hard to kill airs so i'm gonna watch them i'm gonna have a wrestling day on saturday the 8th but that's the first one it also keeps tnt in the loop that's part of the big reason why they were cool with the move is that they wanted to make sure that they kept enough content with AEW because it has been very good for tnt so yeah. i think we'll see bigger not necessarily pay-per-views but i'm Kind of those mini pay-per-view things like Impact does or like NXT does the pay-per-view on TV shtick, you know, for those Saturday yeah. shows moving forward. Maybe one a month. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. Maybe cool. one in Kansas City. I'm just saying. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty <laughs> awesome. I'll be, I'll be in on that. Let's um, go. All right, so let's let's move away from this, and I thought it'd be fun since you know we are at the end of 2021. Thank God, um, and we can go into 2020, 2022 in a hopefully, much better state. Hopefully, not not hopefully 2022 won't be the trilogy of uh, dumpster fire years. So let's just yeah. stick with the straight sequel and be done. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. So with that being said, I thought it'd be fun for us to kind of recap 2021 like some okay. of the, some of the highlights for each of us um you know our matches of the year if you happen to have one um maybe like your debut of the year you know i mean obviously the easy one is cm punk but like if you had something else you're like ooh, that was just a big time thing that i did not expect uh. on either side of the, uh, on either side of the aisle but you know i'm just trying to think like what, what are some of the the big highlights for 20 2021 that you had okay well let's start off with uh probably the simplest one because you know 2021 uh was the debut of your favorite wrestling podcast total spot fest wrestling podcast we are coming up on our first anniversary uh february uh so 
it was right after the Royal Rumble last year is when we did our first episode. Jamie, myself, yep. and at the time we had young boy Nick with us as well, who uh, had other other things going on, and you know couldn't make you know couldn't make it fit and work, and it's it is what it is. It just it worked out better for all of us, kind of this way. Uh, we still love us some Nick, but the three of us got together, and you know we think like, let's just just fucking do it. So there's maybe uh, maybe you weren't suspecting that, but that would be my debut of the year. It would be us debuting in the scene. And I know we've grown quite a bit. Like, I remember the first couple episodes, we were happy when we had, like, five viewers. Like, ooh, we got five people. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, we're, we, we're, we're just we're, trying to grow still. So, you know, if you know anybody who likes wrestling, just have them listen to us. And if they like us, give us a like and subscribe. I, I know that, I know we uh, we kind of we've gone through some growing pains, uh, some self-inflicted technical wounds. Let me say it that way. There, um, you know, uh, trying mm-hmm. to. I, I'm 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 a fidgeter, and it doesn't help that I changed computer systems midway through this, <laughs> so I had to relearn everything twice over. But you know, thank you for sticking with us. But uh, yeah, there was that. I mean, but also beginning of the year, we did we actually focused quite a bit on a lot more than just AEW. You know, we, we did Impact and New Japan like we still do, but we did a lot of, I did a lot of WWE watching as well. Yeah, I, 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 I loved it. it was, I loved it. You I'm watched so happy some, I did. You watched some of it before WrestleMania. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I did. And then the Monday after WrestleMania, I was like, nope, fucking done with this. <laughs> Terrible. I terrible was what they said. I was good up until they released uh, Ruby. And that's another big big story here was m- even more releases than in 2020. Hard to believe. But Way yes. hard to believe. Like, they cut, they trimmed so many people. Like, shit, there's still a whole bunch of people out there. Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, still not signed. I mean, you, you had a Braun he's Strowman signing or Titan. Yeah. He's, like, been, I he's mean, been around a little bit, but not a ton. I mean, and besides that, yeah. you had Ring of Honor folded or is reorganizing excuse me so. reorganizing and then the honestly the meoric rise of gcw this year yes like gcw was people knew what gcw was and now people know what gcw oh, is yeah. i think and it, that's just because gcw was one of the ones that kind of stuck through the the 2020 right they were still put on outdoor shows and parking lots and putting them on the internet when nobody was doing shit right so they survived by doing that, and that led to an audience. And, you know, another thing with 2021, going back to live audiences for wrestling. Yes. I remember... It, go ahead. I was going to say, I remember um, it was uh, Double or Nothing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Double or yeah, Nothing. Yeah, Double or Nothing was the first... It was first basically the first show back, you know... With wrestling fans in attendance, maybe other than like you know, other than like a hundred, right? You know, actual wrestling fans for any promotion, and just the vibe. And of course, we got to go back to wrestling as well. You know, we saw a AW again in, in here in Kansas City. Uh, Journey Pro has come back. I know I'm I'm plowing through a list of things here. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. Like there's. 2021 was a good year. I think one of the big things for me for 2021, before we get to our matches of the year, mm-hmm. was the we were talking about the meteoric rise of GCW. Yes, but 2021 by far was the year of Danhausen. You better believe it. I mean, 
Like everybody, like kind of knew who Danhausen was in 2020, mm-hmm. but yeah. 2021, everybody knew because he just his online presence, his Twitter game, his his videos that love that Danhausen. You know, like my God, like that guy is everywhere right now. And do you see how many Danhausen pictures and things are up on AEW, and they're allowing him to be seen. A lot of them. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. We know where he's going. Um, you know, my leg is fully healed. Absolutely. Yeah, that the cybernetic <laughs> leg is there. Cybernetic. But yeah, like me. yeah, like dude, like it was definitely the year of Dan House. Rise hands of down. I mean, I don't I I do not I do not doubt that whatsoever, you know. And another thing too I want to say is like the, the kind of the landscape, you know, talking about the meteoric rise of GCW, right? You know, and mm-hmm. we were fortunate enough uh, to see them. And I'll talk about that in a second here, but you know, see it live, fantastic product, but I think it's more than GCW too. Cause you had the return of pro wrestling gorillas, right? You know, they've been mm-hmm. absent since beginning of the pandemic, right? And fucking nothing, right? And they are back and they're a big one. Um, even triple a, you know, triple a down in Mexico is all up in flux and no one's good. You know, and then triple mania, the first one they had this year was fantastic. Last one was a little heck to helter skelter, but still, you know, triple mania's yeah. back. <clears throat> um, but you had, I think you've had, you know, kind of like this renaissance of indie wrestling. It kind of goes in waves, right? You'll have a bunch and then you'll get like three or four that kind of become like the main ones and everything else is just little potatoes. And then, you get a bunch, and I think you've got that point. You know, you've got Jonathan Gresham's new promotion down in Atlanta. Terminus is putting on a monster show in January, and Journey Pro, our local promotion, doing great things. St. Louis Anarchy, you got Zello Pro, Freelance, AAW, Thunder Rosa, and Mission Pro Wrestling. Uh, up in the Northwest, there's some great promotions. You know, uh, there's Fe- it's like wrestling. the '90s and alternative music, like there's I said before. A ton of great options out there. With companies, AEW, Impact, New Japan, that are very open to letting their stars go. You know, hey, whatever. As long as you meet our, our requirements, I don't give a shit what you do the rest of your time. You've got things like Alex Shelley versus Ruby Soho, right? And you've got, um, you know, Masha Slamovich going out there and doing death matches one night and then be on Impact the next. And it's just, so you have this ability to have this kind of, like you said, in the 90s, this is just cornucopia smorgasbord of wrestling flavors which is what i really am really excited to see what 2022 takes that to right yeah like it's it's 90s music like nirvana and all them like they started it. next thing you know you got sneaker pimps on the same radio as in sync <laughs> and all this stuff it's like what the hell like this is all over the place and marilyn manson sprinkled in there like what is all this? And then here's corn, like the hard, you know, you get some yeah. harder shit in there. Then you have the new radicals and, well, you know, it just goes all over the place, you know? And yep. I feel like that's where we are with, with wrestling. Like you have all these different flavors and they're all meshing together. And we as wrestling fans are loving life, you know? Mm-hmm. Hell, for 2021, one of the things that I've never done before my whole entire life was take a trip solely about wrestling. You know, that was Me huge. Either. Like we Me we either. went to Chicago. I, I've never gone out of my like local circle to go to a mm-hmm. wrestling show. If it was within like an X drive, cool, we'll do it, right? It's like, oh mm-hmm. that's too far, I can't do it. We took 
PTO time away from work and families and well, your family and drove up and did it did a full fucking weekend of just you and me and wrestling. Let's go. And yeah, we saw a lot of wrestling too. We saw a lot. We saw a lot of wrestling. We saw a lot of wrestling related stuff. Mm-hmm. Got to go to pro wrestling tees before they have closed their retail doors now, unfortunately. But we got mm-hmm. to do that. You got to break your diet in a spectacular fashion. <laughs> yes, Italian beefs and deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza, and, oh, amazing sandwiches and the whole nine yards. We met Danhausen, um, all sorts of great stuff. But I think. You know, and, and uh, we talked about how we're going to make this a yearly thing, which I'm so happy for too. You know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're not the only ones. And I think that's the, my big takeaway, just like from when we talked about it. And you want go go watch our our, our wrap up of the All Out Week and uh, that we did. It was fantastic. You know, us really getting in depth about it. But my takeaway there is still the same thing here: is that that show was fantastic, and I'll mention that here in a moment. But even more than that knowing because you know but really knowing and seeing the community that is AEW fans and and the markdom that is us wrestling fans was the best part like that mm-hmm. like i never thought that that little barbecue thing before the all out was going to be as much fun as it was that was actually one of my most favorite things of the entire weekend yeah i got in a shouting argument with jd drake over barbecue which is still going on on twitter <laughs> <laughs> We got to hang out with Colt Cabana. Like, literally, he's beside us. They're in a whole, you know. Yeah, we and, were talking, shoot the shit with him. And, 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 and really getting to meet and know people that when we go next year, we're going to be like, hey, you know, it's like, you know, just just that. I think that's really what solidified that to me as well, you know, seeing it firsthand. And I know it takes commitment, but if you have a chance, Go to a big pay per view like like All Out or one of the big pay per views like this, and you know I think that do the extra things. I think next year we've already talked about this, uh, but we're talking about maybe taking a couple extra days off and going a little bit earlier so that we can do more things because you know yeah, there was all the things. Yeah, we missed the softball tournament. There was another GCW show that we would love to see. There was a uh, Zello Pro show that was going on. A freelance had a daytime show. Effie's Big Gay mm-hmm. Brunch we missed, you know. And other things in and around going on, you know. We didn't even know about some of the things and it's like, oh shit, because there's so much happening, you know. The Busted Open, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, a trivia night thing and, you know. Yeah, the happy hour thing, yeah. So, we're going to make it a whole thing. We'll talk about a lot more next year. All right. Absolutely. Give me then. Let's do this. Let's go into some categories. Let's actually do this. So okay. you give me a few of them, but tell me what your match of the year was. Ooh, don't, my don't match give of the me year. one, but you can kind of, you kind of like preface okay. it too uh, with a few, because there's a ton of great matches this past year. Um, most of mine. Matches, match, matches of the year. Let's do it. Matches okay. of the year. That's better. Okay. So I, I have three, and two are AEW, one is NXT. Okay. So my... God, this is so tough. Adam Page, Kenny Omega, just because it was the long payoff, and it was such an amazing match. It really was. It was a very good, very good uh, match. The cage match that we saw in person at All Out of uh, Pentagon, Ray Phoenix, the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks was fucking phenomenal. Oh, it was- 
So and yeah, and then after that, like I have a hard time because I, I there's this one match at NXT which was so good, but then there was also Will Osprey versus Okada. I mean, yeah, Osprey Okada happened in in what February last year or whatever, January. January, uh, night one of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, yeah, and that's how he got on to go face Shingo Takagi and get the dub. Um, but Dragonov versus Walter was (sighs) takeover two. This is going, yeah, I think it was takeover thirty (laughs) six. Yeah. Everything Jamie looks for in a match was there, except for a lion tamer. But you got one of those. It's the only thing I, I got, yeah, I got a lion tamer this year. That, that's that's the number one thing. JDX is my favorite new wrestler, everybody. <laughs> we'll get you on the show. We'll talk about it sometime. JDX. That I match, need JDX though, on the show. God, yes. that match was fantastic. That show God. was good too, top I mean, to bottom. That, it was one of the last ones. And we'll talk about pay-per-views here in a second, but um, my matches of the year, and the thing is, I went back and kind of had to look up because, you know, there's a lot that happened in 2021, right? Like, we might have forgot that Phoenix and uh, Kenny Omega had that barn burner. That was in 2021. That was in January. Smash, yeah. And that was unreal. Uh, but I have to say, probably my favorite matches of the year. Uh, that was a great one. I really liked I know that we had some disagreements on this with young boy specifically I really liked Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly from NXT the big uh, street fight that they had oh yeah that was it was just visceral visceral it was like an hour and 20 minutes I mean it was it was just kept going and I loved it I loved it every second of it um I want to say my favorite match of the year was Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks. And it is, but it's with an asterisk that's tied with another one, really. We're a little bit biased because we saw it in person, but I don't think we're biased because I've gone back and rewatched that match. And my God, does that match fuck. <laughs> it's so good. It is so good. Yeah. It's probably the best tag team match I've ever seen in my life. Definitely the best tag team match I've ever seen live. And mm-hmm. maybe the best ta- one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. And that's saying a lot. Um, notable notable uh, um, omission here is Danielson Omega. The 30-minute draw. I like... I mean... I like Danielson versus Paige. I thought that was good. I loved Danielson versus uh, that. Everything Danielson's done in AEW deserves a shout out. Danielson, um, uh, Suzuki. I mean, come yeah, on. Danielson Kingston. Like, I mean, you name it. They're so good. Mu- so many good things. But my one that I'm going to tie with uh, the Lucha Brothers, Young Bucks. Lights out. Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. Yeah. That deserves it. If you didn't 100%. think that the women had were, were were a featured thing in AEW, this match should change your mind. And if it doesn't, I want to know what you're on because it was unbelievable. I don't know if you follow Thunder Rosa. Uh, you do follow Thunder Rosa's vlog, don't you, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She so she had she had tacos with uh, her latest taco vlog was with Mick Foley. Part one was this past week, and they were talking a lot about that because Mick Foley had nothing but praise for Thunder Rosa and Britt 
and that match to this day he'll talk your ear off about it he started to he's gonna talk more about in in her part two but that match i felt like didn't get as much praise from some of the critics metzger as it should have um, well, he's a misogynist, so it's fine. He's a misogynist, and he's, and he's, he's he, he always leans towards New Japan. Like he'll get. Yeah, he'll if get, it happened in Japan, if that's seventeen star match. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's got Osprey in it. That's at least six stars. You know, I mean, it's just like come yeah. on, man. You know, but um, that I think that ties to me. And yes, I know that my three favorite matches that you're all like of a certain ilk, right? <laughs> They're very bloody, but whatever. Everyone likes their own stuff. There's a ton of other good stuff. Rise of Hook. Dante Martin, right? Um, yeah. Shit, when Sammy won. Sammy versus Miro. How about that? How about fucking Miro in general? I could go off. Miro and Fuego del Sol. Oh, like, that, that was whole thing. really good. And there was a lot of good stuff in like the first half of the year from NXT as well. A lot of good stuff mm-hmm. that they did. You know, not just, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Walter had that. Um, you had Gargano, was it Gargano versus Kushida? Woo, that match. That was a fun one to watch. <sighs> I, I still remember that one. So, anyway, those are some of my matches of the year. What's next you oh. want to do? Well, I think we've already talked about all the other stuff. I mean, I don't <laughs> know if there's anything. All right, left. Well, let's, let's do this here. Um, um, let, one last thing. Pay-per-view. What was your what was the best pay-per-view of the year? I would have to go with the all out that we were at. You are? I you, can't I there's nothing else. Well you after after full gear, you were on you were very much on that fence of leaning towards full gear as being a better pay-per-view. It, it but the staying power of what okay. a what all out has given us gets it. Because I, not only did you have my one of my matches of the year, our matches of the our year, our match of the year, well, uh, collectively our yeah. match of the year because we both said it. So yeah, yeah. CM Punk's first match in, in seven, seven years, years, which is a, it was a banger. You had match. you had Brian Danielson show up, and you had Adam Cole show up, and you had Ruby Soho debut, really and you had Ruby Soho debut, and in a great, really I mean, and and every match, save for maybe the Big Show match or Paul White match, was a straight banger on that card. Every Hot match, Mir- uh, you had Miro versus uh, uh, Kingston. You had, um, you know, even the buy-in match, which had uh, was it Jurassic Express versus uh, the fam- Hardy Family Office or something like that, and you know, something like that. Yeah, I mean, every match was a killer. I know we were a little bit biased as we were there, but I, I agree with you. I think that that match had some wa- that match that whole weekend. Not just being there feeling it, but one, really kind of experience it. It felt like a watershed moment for the company. CM Punk, Danielson, Cole, Ruby. Big time. And man, do they deliver. I mean, I'm, hell, I'm, you, you, I'm you, had, you had <laughs> Britt Baker do a Panama Sunrise. Or sorry, a, a, yeah. a I Pittsburgh totally, Sunrise. I totally forgot about Baker versus Statlander, which is another banger. <laughs> It was so good, yeah. Like, I mean, there were so many good things here. Even Jericho MJF was was solid. Like, there, the oh, the one, one that surprised restarted. me the they, most. They had to restart that one, right? Because that was going to be his retirement. But no, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the one that so uh, Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage was on that, and which was a lot better than you thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, as much shit as I was giving Christian Cage, he put on a hell of a show. So, 
I mean, I've I've loosened the reins on Christian really, a lot ever since really he have. he picked, he picked up the belt in his day two, and like, no, you don't do that. So, I still don't forget. I'm with you there. And then last thing I do want to talk about because I made mention of it briefly, but 2021 brought us back. Journey Pro, absolutely. Journey Pro's back. Happy birthday. DJ, DJ just had a birthday yesterday, so happy if you've not told DJ happy birthday, do yourself a favor and tell him happy birthday, DJ Stewart. It's at DJ Stewart 816 on the Twitters. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, give him some love, but give Journey Pro love. Support your local wrestling. If you're not in the Kansas City area, you know what? That's cool. I appreciate you guys listening to us talk about Kansas City wrestling from time to time, but... <laughs> You need to support your local wrestling because that's where you get to see some of these people that are gonna be on AEW and gonna be on on uh, NXT. You know, we saw Elena Black now Cora Jade before she was anything. Yeah, yeah she was like we've seen quite a few people like bushy tailed and bright eyed, right? You know, it's like yeah. and now she's going up against uh, going up against Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Title. So yeah, we've seen Danny Birch live. We've seen so many people live before they got you know Shotzi, their call up, if you will. Seen, you know, Shotzi, these, yeah, yeah. And and you know, in five years, I was going to be like, God, Kenny Alfonso, where did he come from? That's go check him out. And it's not not just us. Go check out your local ones. Uh, you can check out Journey Pro though, Journey to Anarchy on Twitch. They 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 started streaming their stuff fantastically this last one, and you know mm-hmm. they had a setback. Came back and they had a setback. You know uh, our, our good friend Walter had some things, you know some medical things that that happened, and you know they took the the the, the big approach of bringing in a couple of fresh bodies, right? More than that, some key new parts of the ownership group with. Hartzell and Chris, and they are wonderful. The four of them together work magic for our promotion, and we hope you check it out. But like he's like Jamie said, check out everything. Check out your local. If you like wrestling, if you're listening to us, we assume that you do. Unless you're my, my dad and you just listen to give me a view, which sometimes he does. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, go 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 check out your local wrestling. But yes. Journey Pro, we got to see them. We got to sweat our dicks off, and uh, twice, <laughs> once for sure. Got burnt the second time, and then, yeah. and then the Ricky. third one, we got mosquito bit up like a son of a bitch. <laughs> but it was awesome. We sticked with it, and what do we get from that? Well, we get the joy that is Heidi Howitzer. We got to see Heidi Howitzer versus Masha Slamovich. We got to see Dak uh, Draper make his return in an absolute banger of a match. You know, yeah, against Jossie. Uh, Jossie is another one of those frontman Jossie. If you can see him, because I think I think him and JDX both do stuff. Uh, I think I think they do New South, and I think they do a few others, kind of more East Coast as well. Um, they all travel mm-hmm. over the place. Go check out local wrestling. Support your local independent wrestlers, guys. That's all I gotta say. Yep, the show, the show. All right. So we look forward to seeing you guys in 2022. Uh, please stick around. We, like I said, we're just a few weeks out from us having a, a birthday here at Total Spot Fest. So uh, if you like what you saw, tell your friends about it. Subscribe, share, tell them to come and listen to us. Uh, if you have not heard our last episode interview with Heidi Hallitzer, Please give that a listen, and we will be back again next Thursday with your regularly scheduled SpotFest 
moment. I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, whatever. <laughs> Spot Fest podcast episode. Spot Fest episode. So anyway, thank you for watching. Thank you That's for listening. It, it, it is a lot. It is a lot. Uh, down in the comments below, or give us a shout on Twitter, what was your favorite moment of 2021? Favorite match, debut, highlight, low light. Give us something. Give You give us feedback. You guys tell us what you guys liked, okay? So we will see you next week. Jamie, take us home. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down with Total Spot Fest, I have four words for you. Are they hyphenated Happy this time? Happy New Year, bitches! Oh, okay. That's actually four. <laughs> it's actually four this time. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next year.